0: Alright, so what box am I talking about now? First one was about structure. If anyone listened to the episode, I talked a lot about uh, why we want structure in our lives. Why do I have another box? The box we're put in. Yeah, I'm gonna tackle labeling today. Uh, they're good and they're bad. It has turned into a habit of humanity. Uh, There's one thing. Putting a label of, I don't know, elements. And then putting it on a box of elements. That's labeling. Also, calling someone delinquent. Calling someone an overachiever. Calling someone confident. Calling someone handsome, or beautiful, or calling someone, I don't know, gay. Calling someone a criminal. These are labels, right? And... There is a theory, there's the labeling, uh, labeling? Labeling, yeah. There's a labeling theory. And their approach, uh, well, uh, towards criminal behavior is that it's uh, a theory that approaches an understanding of deviant and criminal behavior based on an assumption that no act is intrinsically criminal. Which is interesting, right? Because this is the label we put on criminals. We immediately assume that all of them are the most evil, atrocious, horrible thing which could be true in some cases of course there are people that have done horrible things um in in the past today in society for sure but if you look into the statistics of criminals that go into prison for example um what type of care is given to them if you to chuck someone in a jail cell for the next 30 years. And then they come out with zero skills. And zero anything. With a label of felon on their... Um, I don't know. On their resume. Or wherever they, they need to put it on. No one's going to give them a second look. And that's just... And then they're just bound to... Not all, of course. A lot of people do find... Some type of self-awareness or something in prison. And then they come out becoming better people, sure. But there's an even higher percentage of people who actually receive mental health care and proper care into why they did the way they did. And they go into therapy and stuff like this during their prison time and come out having a much, much, much lower uh, rebound. Or what's that word? Re Like going back in, basically, relapse rate. They actually come out being productive members of society because they tackle why they did the way uh, they did what they did, you know, why they did what they did, and then they can come out actually looking for proper solutions instead. But even so, the label that we put on them already is, well, according to this theory at least, a big reason why they do what they do. From a young age, you know, a lot of kids, teenagers, what's something that is very, very highly related to them? When you think about a struggling teen, they're always looking for themselves. They're looking for their identity, searching for who they want to be, which is great. You know, it's a learning process from them, but a lot of times... It's already predestined, depending on what you do. As a parent, right, if you have two kids and one is like you like you always praise them, they run to you, like you drop something on the floor and they run and pick it up and you're like, oh, such a good kid, you're going to be so clean, you're so good, da-da-da. And you keep, like, calling them the clean kid, the, the put-together kid, versus another one who, let's say they trip once, and, I don't know, spilled something on the floor, and then they didn't clean it up, and then you're going to be like, you're such a troublemaker, you're so horrible, da 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 Put these two labels on these two kids, you're going to call them, well, you're going to call one the clean one, the put-together one, and then you call the second one the the messy one, the one that never gets anything right, they're gonna grow up thinking that yeah, I'm the kid who never gets anything right, you already predestined, uh, you already put an idea in this kid's head that they're never gonna get anything right, they're gonna be self-destructive for the rest of their lives, not for the rest of their lives, of course, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but a long time, alright, this is why it's so important why, like, the way parents treat their kids, and if there are any parents out there listening, I think it's very important what you call your kids. Other than their names, <laughs> of course. But, like, um, what identity put onto them. Because if you specifically tell one kid all the time that, yeah you're, yeah, you're so dirty all the time. You're so messy. You're so... You never amount to anything. and That's a bit much. But a lot of parents uh, say, like... You know, you always mess things up. You always mess things up. And every small thing they'll do from now on, they'll be like, yeah, I mess things up. It's just who I am. No, it's not who you are. It's what people say you are. Don't listen to that. You know? It can be a very positive thing. Because the other kid is going to be like, hell yeah, I achieve so much. I'm so clean. I'm so great. I don't know why I'm emphasizing so much on cleanliness. It doesn't have to be about cleanliness. A lot about what you achieve in life. So if one kid is always like... Uh, achieving like good grades and that are always getting praised. Of course, they're gonna turn out better. They think they're the boss. They think they're the best. You know, they they think that they're gonna do so well. You know, you're already predestined, uh, predestining, <laughs> like predetermining what your kid's gonna turn out to be. And a lot of times, uh, you see kids struggling with this, right? Their identity and stuff. They're always rushing into, like, every small thing. One of the easiest thing that comes to mind is, uh... Uh... LGBT, right? Let's say a, uh, girl looks at another girl. And she's like, uh, Oh, she's actually pretty attractive. I want to go for it. Uh, but uh, no, no, no. That means I might be gay. And my parents might not like that. Or That means I may be a lesbian. might not like that. Da, da, da. Um... You already, the first thing you associate yourself with, even if your parents would be totally accepting, you start to question yourself, right? Let's take out everyone else from the question. You. you just talk about yourself. You already question yourself, what label am I going to be? Not how do you feel, how does the other person feel, or anything like that. The first thing you question is, what label am I going to be? Am I gay now? Uh, how about not caring? About that, but caring about how the other person makes you feel and how that's gonna go, All right? That's that makes more sense. Cause chasing after labels is not gonna do you any good if, if it turns into this like toxic cycle. Once again, it doesn't apply to everyone and everything. Like if that's what makes you comfortable, then that's amazing. Cause a lot of people feel super confident in their label. And that's great, you know? It brings a lot of confidence, it brings you up. Uh, but we're talking about the people who are struggling because of the label. You know, sometimes I see that it's actually a very self-destructive thing. You know? Like, society wants you to put a label on yourself. Alright, so let's give uh, feminism an example. I brought it up in a previous episode, I believe. Like, um, someone who wants to fight for women's rights. That's a great. That's great. And then you come in and they're like, who are you? And you're like, yeah, I'm arguing on behalf of feminists. And because feminists have such a toxic um, stigma on them, and at least right now, People are already gonna ostracize you just for identifying as that group, even though you're fighting for the right reasons. And then you're, and then they'll be like, "Oh, you can say like, no, I'm not a feminist." You're like, okay, now why are you fighting for? You know, it doesn't happen like in all the cases. This is just a very black and white situation. You know, sometimes it's just a never-ending cycle. You want someone to label themselves as something. Like, especially... It happens so much in kids. Because that's the time they discover themselves and look for their label. You know? Like uh, a lot of times, they have their first like same sex experience and they think that they're gay, and then later on in their life, they're like, No, I don't think so. Maybe I have interest in both, and then they change their labels, and then people don't take them seriously because they're like, If it's who you are, why are you always changing your labels? I'm straight and I'll always be straight. That's great, but they wouldn't have done that if you didn't force them to put them a label on themselves to the begin with. if society, didn't if I had a choice, I wouldn't, you know. Well, a lot of times it just makes things easier your name is a label you know there are positives and negatives there are a lot of positives to labeling as well but right now i'm just focusing on why sometimes maybe maybe labeling is not the only option you have because a lot of the times other than the labels we put on ourselves it's what people attach to us that's why a lot of people get ostracized Right? Have you ever had that encounter in a cafeteria where you're all sitting with your group of friends And then someone's like Yo, look at the person in the corner I heard That he dug his nose and ate it Oh my gosh And yeah, everyone's gonna put the stigma that this person is disgusting And everyone's gonna ostracize him This is a very playground argument But, uh, but you know And then like No one would give him a second look Without even Asking why uh, this is very, very like basic argument. Obviously, there are bigger ones, but like, if you apply this to like a criminals, like the points I brought up before, you know, and they have the labeling theory. Like a lot of these criminals from very young age, they're already told like, like if you talk at, you look at the most like stereotypical ideal, especially in America, they have this right, the most stereotypical ideal of like a criminal. A lot of people are like, oh, he's black. And that's why that's police brutality issue, right? That's why that's the, that's the black lives movement thing. Because they immediately assume, oh, it's a black guy standing in a corner. He must be a bad guy. You are, you are determining that he is without knowing a single bit of what he does. A big, uh, a large male who is colored. Oh my gosh. Crazy. This a, is a very American stereotype. Obviously, like I said, it doesn't apply to all of them. But it is an issue. Right? If you see on the news I think I watch uh, some YouTube videos They're of like uh, News channels um, Actually like Providing reports of like Oh a lady, uh, a lady In her mid 30s Called the cops on two black men Waiting at a Starbucks Those who heard this story Kudos to you Those who haven't heard this story is literally people calling cops On two guys waiting in a Starbucks Like two colored men uh, waiting in a Starbucks. You are putting a label on them and then expecting them to be decent citizens when you are already, before even knowing them, you already have an idea of who they are. Like, come on. A lot of this uh, has to do with prejudice. You know? Uh, you're assuming something about someone before you put a label on them before they can even put a label on themselves sometimes. You, know, you haven't even met the person. And then you call them out. It's a stigma we have. A lot of us have different stigmas. Stigmas are basically like a stereotype or an idea we already have on a topic before even, you know, approaching it. So if, if I say criminal, a lot of you may already have an idea of what criminal looks like in your head. Like, instinctively. You don't have to think about it. If you already thought of something... And then you adjust your thought process... And say, yeah, this is what an actual criminal look like... To, see, to show that you're not being... Like, a racist or anything like that... Then you already... That's not your stigma. Your stigma is the first thing you think of... When I say the word criminal. When I say the word florist. Right? Like... It is uh, what it is. And a lot of people call people out... On it. Like... There was a TV show Of a Of a TV host uh, Debating about Trump and Latinos In the uh, the country And then she was like Yeah if Trump kicks out all the Latinos Then who's gonna clean the toilets And she got cancelled so fast People kicked off the show I'm pretty sure she got so much hate for it But that's her stigma of what Latinos are Apparently cleaning toilets Is that right? Of course not Like no one should like, if someone thinks of me, I hope that... Like, like I hope that don't think I... You know? Like, clean toilets. You know? The same goes to anyone. No one wants to have that stigma. It's not right on anyone. But it's what... The idea she has in her head. It may not be right, but it's what's happening. So... Sometimes it's good to adjust our ideals or our stigma on this. So according to the labeling theory what the, what the stigma does is that it operates as a master status uh, which overpowers uh, other aspects of our social identity so that the person is uh, discredited in the minds of others and then of course becoming socially ostracized or socially like isolated so all these like automatic ideals we have in our head and the problem is that is it's something that we learned you know no one no kid Like, no baby is born immediately with an idea of what a criminal looks like. It's all in the books we give them and what we teach them from a very young age. And then they develop the stigma. Everyone develops it. No one automatically comes born with a set of data in their head, you know? Other than the basics of what, like, crawling and stuff. But even then, they learn. That's why it's so, so, so important, you know, to... to, uh, have this uh, stigma taught from a young age. That's why it's so important to have uh, uh, books these days of like, uh, of both male and female characters playing strong uh, and also maybe the more submissive um, uh, characters, like both, you know? You can't just always, always show. I mean, it's a free world, you can show your kid whatever, but then they're gonna grow up with these thoughts, you know? A lot of people just only show. Like uh, storybooks of of princes and knights, all being male, uh, saving the women, and then the women always plays a role of like something Cinderella, like they're always a slave or a maid or something, and then they get rescued by a big strong man. You are setting this idea from a very, very young age already of, like, what your kid wants to believe in. For one, I know that when I have a kid, I'm going to ha- I'm gonna show them both. I'm going to show them both sides. I'm going to show a very strong woman. I'm also going to show a very strong man. There's nothing wrong with showing powerful women and also showing powerful men, you know? And same same goes the other way around. I'll, uh, if it's a story with a damsel in distress, I'll also maybe show another story of a man in distress. Like, it's nothing wrong with showing both sides you're growing you're trying to have this kid grow up with an as equal mindset as possible so that they can develop their own ideals and that would be ideal but then a lot of people don't like that uh, a lot of people there's this whole argument about the whole bring back many men crap uh, crap about how like men these days are all about nail polish and dresses and that's somehow a problem Uh... It's only a problem because you were brought up with that idea. Or like you, you have this stigma in your head. There's, there's no problem. Let's see. Let's, let's weigh out, out the pros and cons of uh, eventually having um, kids, you know? Or like anyone. Uh, identifying themselves. So, you just, if someone does not have the need to identify themselves, or does not rush into it, uh, what happens? They have more time to figure out who they are. They feel freer. They don't have this thing attached to them all the time. You know. I'm just talking about purely on this side of labeling. I like I said many times, there are po- like actual positives to it. You attach confidence to a kid, they're gonna be confident. You attach like certain like positive labels, 100%. There will be a positive outcome. But if you if you think about the other aspect of it identities the identity that people put on us instead then that's something else you know you have other people putting what their ideals are on you if you have this label if you're in a very very stereotypical like uh, setting and you're a Man. A very, very typical straight uh, idea of a man. They'll be like, oh, you're the dude, so you should open the door for us. You know? Or, um I don't know, if you're a, a woman, then you're like, oh, you should be the one cooking for us. Or you should be the one that's, you know, supporting your man. Why? Is that what they should do, or what you think they should do, you know, a lot of times, I think it makes things easier, like, people think it makes things easier, like, why put a label on myself, uh, or why, sh- why should I put a label on you, is it so that it's easier for me to identify myself, or is it easier for you to identify me, who does it make it easier for, exactly, I guess it's just something to think about, like I said, I don't like saying what's right or wrong, but it's just something that you can open up a discussion about. I guess is there really necessary to identify yourself as soon as possible? You know, there was a I watched a series once, and there was a uh, a very progressive school trying to be inclusive and trying to make everyone they, everyone went into this booth and attached a label to themselves. And then they come out and they can mingle and talk about their identity. Great idea, sure. But then there was one of the characters who had a problem because she could not figure out her identity yet. She didn't know if she was. Um, there was many. There was not only LGBT stuff or he, she's, uh, they pronouns, whatever. There was also like smart, quirky, confident, or like a slob. And da, da, da like all these things. And she went in there and she was so confused. She couldn't figure out what she had figured it out for herself yet she was like what 14 uh at least her character was as far as i know i was 15 i can't remember and nor does it matter honestly and she was i think struggling to find herself between like a lesbian or a bisexual and she couldn't figure it out and she stayed in the booth for like a long time and at the end of it she just stuck all her pins all the pins on herself and she came out saying like i think it's, it's like i do not want to identify myself because I haven't figured it out, and I have the right and the time to figure it out. Because labeling makes it easy for you and not for me. Because what does labeling do for me? Okay, I st- attach this idea to myself. Then I'm going to feel bad that I'm not carrying it out. Even though it's not me at all. Now, I grew up with this exact issue. I'm not exactly the most feminine girl you see. You know, I don't wear a lot of skirts and dresses, but it's what's expected of me. And many times when I grew up, it was like, why aren't you wearing a dress for this event? Da da da. Is it really, like, what's expected of me or what you want from me because you put this idea on me? It's what society wants, right? Do we really have to follow every word of society? Who, like, monitors that? A lot of people may argue, like, yeah, without this, like, the whole society will crumble. Because there's no order anymore. Really? Really? I would think a society more free to express themselves would be much more productive and much more happy and have increased welfare and increased wellness, actually. And that would just make a more productive society, you know, because everyone's happier. You have less uh, healthcare costs because everyone would be less mentally unstable because they have more time to figure out themselves and they don't have all these expectations put on them and they have to fake being this identity because it's what they, what they think is expected of them when it's not people, people do all this so that it would be easier rather than face the fact that everyone's unique this goes across the board you know yeah but of course this is just one aspect of identity like I said before there are 100% positives to it I guess we just got to be more careful and about what uh, label we put on others. And then what others think that we expect from them. Because it can be very stressful and no one like realizes it. Or they, they make it an unconscious thing. A lot of people do what they do because their label tells them to. Or what society thinks that their label tells them to. Rather than do what their heart desires. So, just something to think about. This goes across many things Even if you identify As like a mess Or you know A clumsy person It doesn't have to be anything deep Of course So yeah That's something you think about And I guess I'll see you In the next Episode Where we Explore more areas in life Should be fun Set forth And enjoy Life Be happy. Be kind. Thank you. Peace out.